mean, it's been really bizarre set of events because it's all started on Sunday where really there was this mutiny by the soldiers. And by and large, uh, they were not really happy with the approach by President Kabore in terms of fighting of the insurgency. We know that for the longest time, the issue of uh, the jihadist attacks in Burkina Faso has been quite a dominant issue in the Sahel region where there has been untold suffering and lots of people have been displaced. And when you go back to the campaign of President Kabore in 2020, the issue of the fighting of the military insurgency, it was the main issue, but his administration really failed to deal with a particular issue. So everything then culminated yesterday where there was this announcement uh, that the president has been detained alongside uh, the National Assembly Speaker and many other key cabinet members. And of course, when the members of the military, I think now they have quite a very fancy name of this, uh, the patriotic movement for safeguard and restoration, that's when they really just made all those very key announcements around the closure of the country's borders and also the suspension of the constitution. So once again, Elvis, it does pose a threat for ECOWAS. You know that the regional body has been quite effective in terms of dealing with the coups that have really become a key feature in this part of the continent. Now, this is a military coup. It's just seven years, as you just mentioned there, after Kabore ascended to power. But what is the current political climate in that West African country, Burkina Faso? Well, it's quite unstable because uh, there's quite a, a great deal of resentment on the ground. You know, you try to talk to the people in Ouagadougou, you do get a sense that a lot of people are, are quite not happy with the situation, especially around the issue of security. We know that terrorism is a main challenge uh, facing the country. And uh, a lot of people are celebrating yesterday. So, so far in terms of today, it's still fairly quiet. I mean, obviously, there's a curfew that has been imposed as well. So a lot of people are really refraining from going and about in the streets. Now, ECOWAS has already suspended Mali and Guinea in the past 18 months over military takeovers. What likely awaits the new government of Burkina Faso post this coup? It's going to be sanctioned, uh, Elvis. We know that ECOWAS has been one of the regional blocks in Africa that's been quite very active in terms of dealing with unconstitutional change of government. So mainly they're always really guided by the African Union Act, the Constitutive Act. It's very clear about unconstitutional change of government. So we're going to await for President Nana Akufo Ado, a Ghanaian president who's currently the chair of ECOWAS, to really make an official announcement. But also the coincidence around uh, these very uh, untenable political developments in Burkina Faso. All of this happens as also the African Union Commission Chair, Musa Fati Mohamed, is currently in Ghana 
trying to just understand what's going on in the region. What can the AU do? We know that the summit is coming up quite soon. The issue around uh, peace and security is going to feature prominently when the AU leaders are meeting. So it's quite a very worrisome situation because you have now all these hotspots that are flaring up and also the issue around democracy really taking a bit of a knock. Mm-hmm. And how much weight does the Bikinabi military yield? In, in what what now seems to be almost like a verbal war of words uh, with the economic e- community of West African states, ECOWAS. Look, it's quite really hard for ECOWAS because, I mean, they've really been facing all these challenges. Uh, I'll look at recently, Guinea, uh, not far away from uh, this particular case. So uh, they tend to be very quite strict in making sure that uh, these maintenance in terms of the democratic order and the restoration of normalcy. I mean, this is a region, Elvis, that has always been beset by all these challenges where uh, the unconstitutional change of government has become an order of the day for some time. In fact, when I spoke to uh, our very own Minister of International Relations, uh, Naledi Pandey, yesterday, she indicated to me that it's quite worrisome that you have yet another coup and really causing a threat and really just making uh, quite a very unfortunate situation because it's painting the region in very bad light, especially because uh, there's quite a lot of challenges uh, that uh, need to be attended. But in terms of the influence of the military, we know that Burkina Faso has always been facing all these instabilities. You go back to the 1960s when the country got independence from France. But uh, what is always a big question is, who is always benefiting from all these instabilities? We know that the country is quite rich in terms of the minerals. And that's the question I wanted to pose to you. Who is benefiting? Is it France? Well, look, uh, the issue of France as a former colonial power, it always comes quite a lot of time because we know that... uh, in most of the former French colonies, you, you owners of these issues. And uh, from time to time, you, you listen from the tone of the Paris. Uh, oftentimes, they would endorse a, mil- a military uh, takeover. You know, you go back to the situation in Chad when Edward Deby was killed, essentially, and uh, the son took over. Emmanuel Macron, President Macron, essentially endorsed that particular administration. So in this particular instance, we're still keenly awaiting just to get an indication. But it's always quite concerning that, you know, the issue around France is always coming up every so often.